Hello there, my name is Heritage and you're welcome to this season of Poetry of Dust, where we teach the word of God through psalms, hymns and spiritual songs. Join us in season two while we pursue communion, healing and transformation. Doxa, Ice Doxa. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus Christ did a mighty glorious thing on the cross of Calvary. In coming to the earth, the living word clothed himself in a human frame, just so mankind could be reconciled back to the Father. I've often thought about it, that why did Jesus Christ have to come to the earth and spend 33 years and still die a horrible death? God could have just made him fully grown like he did Adam and Eve and then sent him straight to the cross. So why all the process? The Holy Spirit shed light on this for me and I'd like to teach you what he taught me as well. Jesus Christ is the perfect man, the last Adam. He's also referred to in Acts 26 verse 23 as the first to rise from the dead with an incorruptible body who would proclaim light both to the Jewish people and to the Gentiles. When he began his earthly ministry, the end game was not just salvation, but for us to have a template, a perfect example to follow, that we might walk worthy of this new calling that we have received. There are examples of good men in the Bible, very good men, but every single one of them still sinned, still had weaknesses or imperfections in their lives. Jesus Christ is the only one who was faced with temptation that did not sin. He had a fleshly body like we did, walked the same earth and breathed the same air. He had the same urges, like it says in Hebrews 4 verse 15, yet he did not sin. Even so, it enabled him to be able to sympathize and understand our weaknesses and temptations. And it also points us to the fact that if he could fight those things, so can we see salvation is more than just forgiveness of sins and the payment of a debt that none of us could have paid on our own it's a new identity a new birth into a new realm with new possibilities as our standard as our template every single person baptized into his nature now has the capacity and potential to live just as he did romans 6 offers up further insight into this Christ Jesus was buried, and once he was buried, we were buried with him, our fleshly and sinful nature put to death. And the moment he was raised to life, we were raised with him to live a new, unhindered life. We are no longer slaves to sin, but now slaves to righteousness. When he was raised to life, he further raised to life a new spiritual race of men and women who are dead to sin, but alive to God. It is important that we know, that we remember always, that this new body is capable of so much more than sin, shame, and fear. It now has the ability to bear the fruit of the Spirit, to have the gift of the Spirit, to have the glory of God dwell in them in bodily form through Christ Jesus. This new body, this new man, is limitless and is all thanks to him. For me, Easter is so significant 
because it serves as an eternal reminder that if Jesus could live above sin, if the Spirit of God could move in and through him with power, then I can do it too. Jesus is the firstborn from the dead, the first to rise back to life, never to die again. Hence, if he has promised that I will also be raised back to life, he's too good to not believe. That's the very foundation of Christianity, the promise of eternal life, that our hope is not dead, but living, that one death is enough, that on that day, he will raise us back to life, never to die again, and we will be reconciled into a kingdom where there will be no more tears, sickness, or sorrow. We serve a God who is in the business of setting captives free, of restoring years that the locusts have stolen. The love of Christ must hence compel us. It must control us to live for the one who gave his life for us. Jesus did not leave us orphans. We're not told to figure out the potentials of this new life on our own. The Holy Spirit is our comforter, our teacher and helper. He alone can remind us of who we truly are and empower us to do even greater works than Jesus did. We have the power to live above sin above fear and shame. If a grave couldn't hold his body down, it can't hold ours either. So on that day when the trumpet sounds, the same way he walked out of that grave, so will we. But until then, we have the grace given to us beyond measure to live as Jesus lived. We have the mind of Christ. And now we have the authority to use his name, the name above every other. So it doesn't matter if you think your sin is strong, Jesus is stronger. Do you think your shame is great? Jesus is greater. Our greatest foe is death. And now, even death is dead. There's nothing holding us back. Absolutely nothing. So we have a responsibility to live the way he lived and love the way he loved. As we go into Good Friday and Easter this week, let us carry the consciousness of what he did in our hearts and let us be intentional about making him proud. Let the lamb receive his reward in us. Let it not be for naught. Hence, I pray Hebrews 13 over you from the bottom of my heart. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Let the word of God dwell richly within you as you listen to this week's playlist. We know that you will be blessed. And also don't forget to follow us on our social media platforms, Instagram at Poetry of Just Podcast and Twitter at Poetry of Just Pod. Thank you so much and see you next week. <laughs>